Welcome to Otaku Ryoho on the Geek Therapy Network, where we seek to understand each other through psychology and mental health using anime. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by John Ramos. Hey, everyone. All right, John, it's my turn. Yeah, and it's last your time, turn. Mm-hmm. Last time we, we, we ended with a kind of, I don't know, I don't know if it was an argument <laughs> <laughs> about yeah. Star Wars and whether it was sci-fi or not and mm-hmm. all that. And oh, so, yes, uh, I remember now. Yeah, you remember? You remember that? The so I'm going to fall back. <laughs> so I'm going to fall back on Arthur C. Clarke, who says mm-hmm. that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to drop the mic there and continue our conversation about science fiction. And okay. then if you have any qualms about what is or is not sci-fi or sci-fi fantasy, I think, I think sci-fi fantasy is still sci-fi. So, you know, mm-hmm. you take it up with Arthur C. Clarke, all right? Uh is this my 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 moment to to do you want to do you want to go into this debate? It's it's not a debate. Arthur C. Clarke uh, settled it. It's done. No. We're done. It, he it's not really a uh he's talking about technology, not science fiction. Oh my god. <laughs> John. Like if you have a cell phone, that's technology, but it's not necessarily sci-fi. No, we're not going to have this discussion. We're just going to okay. go with Let's do this. sci-fi. Let's talk about sci-fi. And then if it comes up along the way and you're like, that's not science fiction, then we'll take it <laughs> on a case-by-case basis. Okay? You, you, you know what? I'm going to be charitable with our definition of sci-fi. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we settled this. Okay. When, it's, when it's your turn, you can, you, can, you can bring up the debates. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so yeah. uh, be, because the last episode was kind of... Uh, so serious, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? Let me just let me just tap into one of my favorite anime genres, which is definitely sci-fi. I mean, I love sci-fi in general, but I love sci-fi anime. Mm-hmm. And talk about, yeah, you know, I think there's a, there's a lot to explore. Like last time, we talked a little bit about like psychopaths, and and mm-hmm. that conversation. To me, sci-fi is about adding a particular uh, different element to the conversation. So we can talk about people, but like, yeah, it's our world. But what if we had this advanced technology that could, that was assessing people's mental health at all times, right? That's, that's basically psychopaths. And then like, oh, well, you know, we'll make decisions based on that. Yeah. And that's why I love sci-fi. It's like, there's really our world. And sometimes they touch the same topics that every, you know, that every other piece of media and drama touches, but just it's it's a little bit different. Like what? But what if we had this other feature? What if we had this other information? So mm-hmm. so I want to ask you first. What is like what what is your favorite sci-fi anime? Okay, so when when you suggested this topic, I was like, I'm not I'm not a fan of sci-fi anime. Like this isn't mm-hmm. really my thing. And then and then I got to I opened up an account at my anime list at last, which I, I hadn't previously <laughs> done that. And I started looking up like sci-fi anime and suddenly it's like, I love sci-fi anime. There's a lot of sci-fi <laughs> anime that I love. Yeah. And so um, I can't decide on just one. Give, give me like a top five or 10, whatever. Just, okay. You know. I have a top, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to say seven. That's a lot. Because <laughs> I, I just started one. Um, okay. Okay. But okay. So because I haven't been enough of the like 
what's the what's the word uh, slice of life fan as I would have liked in this uh, podcast. I'm gonna start with with the more like slice of lifey sci-fi. Okay. Anime. Which one? And this one is I'm gonna take the sci-fi definition very lightly, mm-hmm. and it's a very light sci-fi, and it's called Orange, like the fruit. Orange. Okay. okay. It's the story about a group of friends who, when they were in high school, they they met this guy. They they were friends with this guy, and over time, he he became depressed, and he he committed suicide. And then this is their story, like years in the future, when they they've already like married off, they've had children and everything, and one of them sort of discovers the the key to like time travel. But it's not like they can travel back in time. What they can do is that they can send letters to their past selves to see if they could, you know, have their friend not commit suicide. But the funny thing is that this this story, it, it follows pretty much like the same uh, time travel rules as like Avengers, right? Where you're not really changing your future. You're just like creating an alternate timeline. But they literally just send those letters to, you know, may- maybe they created a possibility in which that happened. Okay. Right? But they, they'll never get to see it. The story sort of follows their past selves receiving these letters and like finding out if they ever get to sort of like prevent that suicide. Okay. And it's a, it's a very emotional, wonderful anime that I think anybody should watch. Okay. It's very, it, it's all about just like what we can do for each other, like how we can be there for each other and stuff like that. And sometimes it's, you know, for those, uh, for the future characters, it's when they send those letters, really, it's more like a, like one of these like mourning rituals. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they never get that answer. So it's the same as any of us, but they, they feel like they've done something. So that, that gives them a, a sort of peace of mind. And, it's a very it's a very good anime. Do we see the letters arrive? Yeah. Literally oh, okay. so so the anime starts as one of them receives a letter and it's like, "Hey, this guy's going to commit suicide." So uh don't don't mm-hmm. like maybe this day that they were alone in the park, maybe join them and do something nice for them or something like that, right? Okay. So okay. it's it's something like that. Okay. And then another of my favorite animes, like sci-fi anime, is Kizniver. K-I-Z-N-A-I-V-E-R. Okay. And this is a, a group of high school students, right? And against their will, they become part of an experiment in which they have brain implants that make it so that each of them can feel their pain simultaneously. So if I pinch you, everybody else will feel it, right? Hmm. Okay. And so the purpose of that experiment is to find out whether that would make people more empathetic or whether people could not handle feeling the same pain that everybody does. And so mm-hmm. it's another very like psychological, interesting anime. I have other examples like Assassination That's Classroom. That's an interesting premise. Psychopath, Evangelion, that hack. But I want to hear some of yours too. Okay. Um, well, that's that, that's an interesting premise on that last one. Yeah, it's one of those it's things. Really where, good. Yeah, like if you wanted to introduce that idea, you like okay, then we we come up with a 
you know, there's an implant, you know, and there's like technology. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where, where can I watch that one? Yeah. Um, I think it's on Crunchyroll. I watched it in Crunchyroll, but you know that okay. they sometimes like they they come in and out. So I'm not sure if it's still there. I hope so. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Hmm. The opening okay. is amazing, <laughs> and the, and the both the opening and closing, they're like this sort of like the the opening is like this sort of like electronic music. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really good. Hmm. Hmm. It's really good. Yeah. So I think I, I guess I'll start with my one of my favorite anime franchises in general which is ghost in the shell Mm, yeah so ghost in the shell it's pretty cool because there are also like multiple versions of it i mean a lot of anime does this i think more than like western tv generally does Mm -hmm. it's more it's more akin to like comic books right where it's like oh the different versions of the characters Mm -hmm. but there's like there's the the original movie i mean you know and i'm going just with anime i'm not counting the manga right Mm -hmm. so there's the original anime movie and there's a sequel to that movie called innocence Mm-hmm. Then there is a one television series called um, Standalone Complex. Standalone Complex. I was like, the SAC, what does it stand for? And then that, that has a second season called Second Gig. And then it hasn't been confirmed, I don't think, or at least I haven't found confirmation, mm-hmm. that the new Netflix show is a continuation of that anime because it is Standalone Complex. It is SAC. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I don't know for sure that it's in it's that same timeline or or universe. I didn't know it, there was going to be a Netflix adaptation. Oh, uh, April twenty third um, oh, on Netflix, a brand new season of Stan, of uh, Ghost in the Shell. It's it's in CG though, mm-hmm. and but it's it's standalone complex twenty forty three twenty forty five something like mm-hmm. that, and. And so I don't know if it's if it's the same time. I'm, I'm assuming. Why else would they call it standalone complex? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a, a movie at the end of uh, standalone complex called Solid Society, Solid State Society, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, I don't have the list in front of me. But uh, so, it's so too that's much one world. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a there's another series of movies. I don't know if they're considered OVAs or not, but uh, it's mm-hmm. four of them called Arise. Okay. And these are like earlier in in the major's career like super early like technically before the events of the movie or standalone complex would have happened but i think it's a separate thing i think it's a completely separate timeline also mm-hmm. it's kind of like a retelling through through a different through a different lens um and yeah, so, I mean, standalone complex, I mean, or, or Ghost in the Shell was super influential, I think, in anime in general. It, it was very influential in The Matrix. And it's this cyberpunk fantasy of humans and technology being integrated to the point where some people are more machine than human. And you can do things like dive into a network and travel along uh you know communication like your consciousness is kind of travel along communication lines and reach other places and you can exist in one place but be having a battle you know like in, in a digital space and then in the real world like there's augmentations and there's there's everything from like self-driving cars to augmented bodies and technically mm-hmm. the the main character of the show she was her body was um, completely destroyed 
in a car accident when she was little and mm-hmm. her body was moved into basically a, cy- a cybernetic body. Mm-hmm. So she's like her whole body was replaced. So she's not re- so she's human consciousness but like not really human. And then there's there's a there's a character on the on the on the team that he's completely human. He has no augmentations. And mm-hmm. then there's people in between who have just certain augmentations and I love I love those those concepts. I love exploring that, and I and the world that they're in. They're like they're law enforcement, right? But then it's like okay, so law enforcement has these abilities because everybody does. So you're dealing with a different type of of crime and criminal, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. I I love the stories because my favorite sci-fi explores or takes the time. I don't know. I like I'm I'm mixed. Like on one hand, I love it when they just dive completely into one concept, like. Like mm-hmm. the one you mentioned about the high school, it's like, oh, there's this one idea and we're taking it to an extreme. Yeah. But on the other hand, I love these these worlds that are built. So the world building in, in Ghost in the Shell, I love because it it allows you to explore so many different areas. And standalone complex is so good. Like I had them all on DVD and last night I was I was checking, like, we're gonna watch them online. And they were all on sale. The two seasons were on sale. Mm-hmm. I bought each season for twelve bucks. Like I can't, I can't, I don't remember, I even remember how much I spent on the DVDs and the special cases and the, oh, I'm so excited to just go, go, uh, watch them all again from the beginning. But, uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell is definitely one of those that, that again, having that world to play with and explores mm-hmm. a lot of interesting ideas. And I think if I had to choose one, uh, super interesting idea would be this idea that we can connect to, basically the internet, right? As people. Yeah. And the, the more we move into the future, like we're, we're recording this in 2020. Mm-hmm. When I watched Ghost in the Shell the first time, and even when I watched The Matrix, I, it, it felt very far away. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt very, or the, the idea felt so distant to be so connected to technology. But as time progresses, we're not literally plugging in, but... I feel very plugged in compared to when I first saw Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. So, like, I'm again, like, I don't have a, a jack in the back of my neck that I can, you know, uh, connect to, uh, to connect to machines with. But I'm I'm so connected. Even something like my Apple Watch, you know, and the way I'm like, I do so many things on my phone, and I don't know. There, there's something about that that I feel it, it, it feels closer and closer yeah. every day to to reality. But that's that's one that I, that I love to explore, and I love to explore that effect of of technology on on the lives of people. Yeah, that, I think that's a very interesting distinction. Where some sci-fi, it's like it's a social experiment or or a specific experiment in like a controlled setting, and other sci-fi, it's more like how can our society change with just this simple addition to technology? Yeah, right. Like our lives are so different since internet was created mm-hmm. our lives were so different since smartphones and apps were created yep. like that changed everything about how our world operates yeah and yeah. and sometimes exploring these things is just fascinating in psychopaths specifically like once you know that you can measure somebody's likelihood for crime it changes everything it changes how society just works and and you see that throughout the whole series it, it just commits to that premise like yeah 
throughout the whole series. And it's just fascinating to see how how these sort of like ethical issues, like they, they surface and like these other like, you know, philosophical issues as well. They, they You start asking questions as soon as, as technology just gives you the, the floor to start asking them. So that's that's something that's super fascinating about sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I think like different shows do it differently, but but I I, I love it all. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. Changing, um, and you know, and to to the fantasy and uh, and sci-fi discussion from before, like you can you can have the same idea in a fantasy story. It's mm-hmm. like oh, everybody can do alchemy, right? And it's yeah. like oh, okay, then mm-hmm. cool. Now the whole world has changed because people can do that. You that's know, true. like oh, people people. You know, just one little thing can change an entire setting and then, you know, have good storytellers play in that sandbox. It's just, oh, it's so good. So good. That's that's one thing I find utterly fascinating about anime is that it's so good at world building and like making up rules and then seeing where those rules sort of take you in a way that there's there's so many anime in which like they make up this rule book that's just huge and like everything still makes sense. Especially like in shonen anime, you'll have like this character, like let's just say like Luffy from One One Piece, like he can stretch. That's his power, and you think like, well, maybe he just punches or something like that. But then, like I, I, I'm gonna like put a disclaimer. I've never watched One Piece, but <laughs> I've heard from my brother and like other other friends that he starts like acquiring this powers that require like compression of air within his body and stuff like that he you know he applies the the writers actually apply physics real physics to the magical world of of one piece and and that just makes it all the more interesting and fascinating so you've never yeah. watched it how do you i've know? never watched it yeah i started watching it earlier uh mm-hmm. this year Mm-hmm. Just because we were starting an anime podcast, and I was like, I, I at least have to watch the first episode of One Piece. <laughs> You've only watched like one of one millionth of the series. It's not a lot. Yeah, it's not a representative <laughs> sample, but I, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. But yeah, but that, like the premise there is like there's these, I think it's these magical fruits, and then pe- different people, if you eat them, you get different powers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. That's all you need, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you can you can build this whole world around it. Yeah, I, I love that. As well as alchemy, in, yeah. in Full Metal Alchemist, there's a yeah. lot of rules. Yeah, yeah. But everything like it, it definitely changes how everybody expresses themselves. But then, like it's it's not that different of a world, right? It's like mm-hmm. oh, so it's our it's our world, mm-hmm. even like in a different timeline, right? In a different time period. Yeah, it's like it's like Europe, you know, three hundred years ago. But they had alchemy. There's alchemy, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, let me see. That that reminds me. So I like the idea um, going along these lines of steampunk mm-hmm. because like, if, if regular sci-fi tends to be futurism, you know, mm-hmm. where you're trying to imagine a future where things are different, uh, steampunk is really about retrofuturism. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, Full Metal Alchemist, like, oh, it's in the past. It's like they don't have like new technology, but they have magic. And so mm-hmm. I like the idea in general of, of steampunk where it's like, oh, it's it's a long time ago, but they have like they they took this technology to to an extreme. Like, oh, they were able to uh, take the steam engine, yeah. 
yeah. really, really far. You know, there are airships now, and 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 you know, like we we took that technology to to its limit, and it's it's so much, it's it's so different. It would have changed the world if we wouldn't have have jumped to another type of technology. Yeah, there's like. I can't, maybe my favorite, and I'll probably uh, think of something different, but mm-hmm. I think like my favorite, like steampunk kind of, uh, or what would be considered a steampunk is a show called Last Exile. Okay. I remember and, that name. Yeah. And it's like, it's a beautiful anime and, but it's this, it's this, you know, time period where there are these giant airships and like the military is all um, on again on airships and like the main characters are these couriers on these super small but really fast airships mm-hmm. and it's like not only did they uh did they develop the technology to to have these these old looking uh airships but that are super fast because you know they've they've developed the technology but also the people and the society is all now shaped by this advancement so like the biggest airship, right? That that's like your, your those are your your warships, you know. And if and if there's a battle, it's like it's it's in the air. And these people who are these couriers or these racers, they their reflexes are super fast because they've been training, you know, for generations on how to do this. And so everything is just a little bit different. But I I love the world that 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 series um, mm-hmm. builds, and and like doing like a 180 now on, on, a, on a similar concept is, and this one came up on my list and I, I, f- I completely forgot about this, but I believe mm-hmm. it's a movie. Maybe it's a series called space brothers. Have you ever heard of this? No. So this is one of those, this I believe counts as a slice of life. Okay. Because it's basically the story of two brothers. Sign me up. Living in the future. And they just happen to have jobs in space. Okay. One of them, I, I really hope I'm not mixing up my animes, but one of them is just his job is he's basically a garbage man in space. It's like, okay, further in the future, there's a lot of fo- floating debris mm-hmm. and we need to clean it up. So there are companies whose job it is to go out into space and pick up that garbage. And so basically that's like that's his day job. There isn't an adventure. There isn't an alien invasion or anything like that. It's slice of life in the future, day job, picking up debris in space. And then, like, obviously there's drama and stuff. But, but and I believe the brother, that's one of the brothers and the other one it has more of, like, an, an office job. But I think he's also in space. So that's why they're the space brothers. That's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking at the pictures and I do recognize the art, but I've never seen it. And it's, it's, it's slice of life. I should watch it. So it's in, it's in my anime list right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. I watched it a long time ago. And again, I, I may be mixing up uh, a couple shows there, but I'm pretty sure that's the one I'm mm-hmm. referring to. <laughs> it's great. All right. Jump back to your list. What do you got? Okay. So I got, let's see. So obviously what most of what you've seen from me is psychology oriented because I, I, I love psychology. It's part of who I am. So you've already heard Psychopaths. You've already heard Kisniver and Orange. 
one other sci-fi that I think, you know, deals with these topics incredibly is is Evangelion, which we both know of, right? It's it's you know this anime where it's it's really like what if mechs to save the world, right? But it can only be operated by children, and they have to be like emotionally stable in order to operate this mechs. But they're also fodder for you know the sort of like alien war machine that is nerve and the government and just sort of watching this sort of interplay happen i find it super fascinating for a sort of sci-fi setting the fact that it sort of centers their character psychology as like the 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 fuel for the whole story and for the even how the mechs operate i think is fascinating and it's definitely one of my more formative animes growing up and yeah let's see i also have dot hack D did you used to watch the dot hack series i did but i don't rem remember which ones there were plenty there were there there's was a like, lot yeah there, there were like the gu ones there's like the dot hack signs which was the one that was on on toonami i saw the hack sign yep i saw yeah. two of those i think and then there was like the uh, I forgot the name. It's like Warriors or Twilight or something, which was like a more chibi version that featured the characters from the video games, the Dot Hack Infection trilogy. And Dot Hack is pretty much the predecessor of, of Sword Art Online. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's technically the very same premise, but you know, executed differently. But yeah, it's about, you know, characters who who play this online game, but people start becoming comatose by some sort of virus that's within the game. And i that's the game that really got me into MMORPGs. It might have given me false expectations, but <laughs> you know, I would get into a, a an MMORPG and I was like, I just want to relax and look at the flowers. And everyone's like, let's do the quest, let's do this event. And I'm like, yeah, that's how games usually operate. Uh, <laughs> but um you know i i i find that that whole series of games of games and anime is is very interesting and the last one i have before i go into the one that i just started watching so i don't know that much about is have you seen assassination classroom i have not i have not so wait you have to watch <laughs> assassination classroom this is okay. like I think it's you partly in a nutshell. Really? Okay, okay, so Assassination Classroom is about this alien, right? Yes. The alien blows a hole in the moon. Like, he, he's like super extra, like, ultra instinct level powerful, right? He blows a hole in the moon and he tells the world, like, somebody has got to kill me. Otherwise, I'm going to end the world in a year's time. I think it's a year's time. And then he says, but I'm going to teach this class of kids to kill me. And it just so happens that that class of kids he's teaching is like the reject class from a specific high school in Japan. Made up of all the students that sort of like all the teachers have given up on, that they have low grades that nobody like that they have like emotional issues or stuff like that right he picks up all those kids 
and he's like, I'm going to teach you all to be assassins. And, you, and your final exam will be to kill me. If you kill me, you save the world, right? That's, that's pretty much how it works. But he's the most wholesome teacher you will ever know. Like, and this is part of like the, the most endearing part of the premise. Like you have these kids that they're failed by the educational system. And he sort of picks them up and he's like, you are a boy that likes to play baseball, right? But you've never perfected your swing because you're swinging like the, like the pro athlete you admire, but not necessarily like the person you are with your own like height and your own like considerations. And if he's like, if you bat correctly, you could find a way to incorporate that into your assassination skills. Right. Hmm, hmm. Oh, or there's this, this girl that's like a huge, um, an amazing like chemist. Right. But she sucks at English class or like languages. And he's, he tries to teach her that the more, uh, domain she has over her language abilities, the more she can use them to deceive people, right? If you know how to use words correctly or like change your intonation correctly. And he sort of like teaches her how to talk to people and how to like, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's it's such a weird premise to 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 explain, but basically by being the most wholesome teacher that he can be, and sort of like showing everybody up for how like bad the educational system was in that school, he teaches them how to be better assassins. I, I mean, I, th I think you've pitched this to me before. I'm 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 all in. <laughs> I'm 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 curious that you said it's like it's me in a nutshell. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, yes, I can, you, you'll just have to watch it. Man. I can see the appeal. I can see the appeal. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly. In case anybody forgot, the sci-fi aspect of this is that the teacher's an alien. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm using the word sci-fi very loosely again. Hey, he's an alien yeah. from outer space. It counts. <laughs> that's science fiction. That's science fiction. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I need to. I need to. I need to check it out. Um, you have any more anime? I have just that last one that I just started watching. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I do want to comment on some of the ones you, you said. And actually, I want to correct myself. Mm -hmm. I said Space Brothers, and I'm pretty sure I m completely mixed it up with a show called Planets, uh, P-L-A-N-E-T-E-S, which mm -hmm. is the one about the space debris. Okay. I've done this in the past. I, I'll mix up my anime. I'm pretty sure I'm mixing them up. I'm not exactly sure. Now I'm not even sure if I've seen Space Brothers. I think mm -hmm. I completely confused uh, what those were. So it may actually be planets. That's a very uh, slice of life anime. Okay. I may be completely confused. I, I apologize. Mean, space <laughs> Space Brothers looks pretty slice of lifey. It does. It does. But but the one I I actually saw, I'm pretty sure is planets. <laughs> I'm okay. not sure. I'm not sure. You never heard that, audience. He was no, 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 about please uh, call me on it. Call me on it. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you don't come super prepared. That, Basically, I've only mentioned one thing that was on my list. I keep mentioning other things that, that have come to mind. Like, mm -hmm. for example, when you when you were talking about dot .hack and mm -hmm. uh, Sword Art Online, like I have a, a virtual reality headset. I've mm -hmm. played online with other people w within virtual reality. I've had experiences that obviously aren't exactly like, like uh, in those games, 
like just in a regular video game, I get pretty into it. Mm-hmm. Virtual reality, there's definitely that like, oh, I'm I'm in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, that feels that doesn't even feel so far away. But there is mm-hmm. one of these like like MMO uh, anime is a whole genre now, right? And there's mm-hmm. one that I watched recently, uh, and it's called the the title. I thought it was so interesting. I I looked it up. It was it's called. Long I don't, I don't know if this is how you would say it, but it's Bofuri. I don't want to okay. get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. <laughs> okay. And so it's a uh, it's this girl. Actually, let me see what it says. Um, Maple wants to avoid pain in her VR MMO game, so she puts all her skill points into defense until she can't even move. And it works. <laughs> That's the premise on Funimation. Okay. And basically when she starts playing, like her friend is like, oh, you've got to play this new game. And she's like, okay, I guess. She goes into it and she's like, ah, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt. And so every time she gets the option, she only puts skill points into defense. So, she, and so she's a tank all the way. Beyond that, right? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it takes this idea, this one small premise mm-hmm. of not wanting to feel pain to such an extreme it's it's fantastic i i love the way that it's framed the the mental health uh conversations that i could have around it were the reason why i wanted to watch it oh my god you could you could pair this perfectly with with kisniver okay. we should do an episode on pain and then mm. and then oh. watch both these animes huh interesting interesting <laughs> future possible idea <laughs> Okay, continue. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so again, so she's playing in a VR MMO. She knows, you know, it, it is just a game, but in all of these games, the the you're so like you're wearing a VR headset and haptic feedback and all of these things, right? And people are getting viruses and falling into comas. It's like it's very you're very entangled with the technology. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not so much as in Ghost in the Shell, but it's it's very connected. So to to see this character who like again like she doesn't really play a lot of games but she's enjoying this idea and every time she's given the option she just goes to that i thought that that's a real interesting one to to explore it's like how how, you can't really do that in real life but but how far could you take that you know to not Mm -hmm. feel any pain and what is the downside of that no that's that's literally like you can do it in real life just not translated the same way you do it in a game but you literally remove yourself from all relationships so you don't get hurt. You stay at home so you don't get hurt. Yeah. That, that, that's that, usually how, how depression works, right? Or anxiety. It's, it's this avoidance. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. avoidance is one way, right? I mean, there's the literal numbing through mm-hmm. self-medication. Yeah. There, are, there are so many different uh, metaphors here, right? That we could use mm-hmm. um, this, this game for. And I think, I think the, as a conversation starter, it's pretty great, and the show's actually really funny. It's uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty funny. The her friend, well, I, I won't spoil it, but it's 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 all in the title, right? <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty cool premise. Uh, so that so that came to mind, and let's see. So the last one that I had on my on my list is the Gundam universe, mm-hmm. and so again, one of my one of my favorite anime. Uh, worlds and similar to ghost in the shell there are multiple timelines or or parallel universes right it's like there's there's actually a lot of them there's like 
a chibi version one, right? Where like there are literal beings that are mini Gundams. Mm -hmm. Those are more uh, like, those are more comedy uh, style. There's actually one, I think there's a Gunpla. I, I think that's how you pronounce it, right? That's all about people who build Gundam models. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's an anime uh, focused on that. Um, but then there's the like there's the Universal Century timeline, and then there's a few other ones where really it's like big robots, right? But it's big robots in political settings. So most yeah. of the Gundam series, they're really all political dramas mm -hmm. with big robots. Yeah. And so there is, I don't know, I, I love that stuff. I love the fact <laughs> that a Gundam show isn't just Pacific Rim. Right, like Pacific Rim yeah. is big robots fighting big monsters, yeah, and that's all fun. But there's there's no there's no philosophical discussion. There's no political argument to be had mm -hmm. there. It's like, oh, the monsters are coming, so we got to stop that. So in Gundam, it's completely not that. Right in Gundam, it's like there there are these basically the machines of war have evolved to the point where there are these giant mech suits. Mm -hmm. And I love the original Mobile Suit Gundam because what turns out happening is that one of the sides has a very advanced uh, piece of, of like mech robot um, tank and mm -hmm. they, it kind of, it, it allows them to um, even out the playing field throughout this war. And they don't have a million of them. They just have the one. <laughs> Right? It's, it's still a prototype and they don't even have a pilot for it. In the first episode, it's like, oh, Amaro can do it. So, so he, you know, he kind of jumps in, I think he's a mechanic mm -hmm. and then he jumps in and he's like able to pilot it and he's still figuring it out. But it's, the shows are really about these wars and these different factions and different ideology and like, how did these wars begin? And one started as a revolution and some, you know, are like someone wants their independence and, you know, it's, it's, it's a political drama, but yeah. with big robots. So I love the idea that like this world allows us to discuss all of that real world stuff through, mm -hmm. but, but that's like the foundation. The foundation is like, Oh, we got big robots. <laughs> and, it, and it also has, uh, I've never seen, a Gundam like religiously mm -hmm. but I think that also has like the sort of like genetic argument that that Ava has where there's like only some people who are actually capable of piloting them uh I think isn't that what new types are I think Gundam Wing uh -huh. kind of had that concept okay so that's specific to to certain series yeah yeah okay. yeah I'm pretty sure Gundam Wing had that because I think in Gundam Seed, they're basically like training these, which I mean, child soldiers is a huge other thing that, that comes up. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, they're just soldiers who are learning to use these, these, these mechs, these pieces of equipment. And some of the shows have, you know, like thousands of mech suits, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just a whole bunch of them. Gundam Wing, there aren't there are a lot, but then there's like these, I think that's where the new types come from, right? That you're referring to. They're like, they're like these super cool looking ones, right? With like death scythes and like multiple wings and forearms mm. and just like beyond. And then only like certain people can do that just because, yeah, I think like you just, you couldn't do it. Like a normal person with normal reflexes couldn't possibly pilot something like that effectively. Okay. But those are, again, those are other elements that like some versions of the show have added to it. Mm 
and yeah, they're just like um just gradients that change the the color of of the story they're trying to tell or the issues they're trying to bring up kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's you know there's like I think that in all of the Gundam shows, there are some that are like really more down to earth, like grimy, like, you know, like more like a war movie on mm-hmm. the ground. Um, but there are some that are like, but I think in general, it's like, oh, Earth has expanded beyond just living on Earth. So there are mm-hmm. humans on Mars and on the moon and there are space colonies and all of these, it's, it's too many people, right? It's too many factions. War is, is happening because there isn't unity. And, and then because it's so far in the future, we have these war machines. They're just mm. so freaking cool. I mean, just in general, like everything I'm talking about, Gundam doesn't matter in the end because it just looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, you know, like the reasons why I like a lot of these shows is because I don't know, I, I often tell people that like if I'm feeling kind of bored in general, I'll mm-hmm. look toward anime before mm-hmm. I look toward um, Western media because mm-hmm. I want over the top stuff, but I also want new ideas. Yeah, you want something that really takes you out of your mindset. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. even even some of these concepts that exist in Western media, they're done, they're tame in comparison, right? Yeah, I, I feel that definitely. <laughs> yeah, and so when I want something batshit crazy, I, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go to anime. And sci-fi anime does not disappoint. Yeah. Does not disappoint at all. Let me let me just jump in with that last thing I'm watching. So for yeah. in preparation for this episode, I felt I had to watch this specific anime because it's making its rounds recently. And it's Dr. Stone. Ooh, okay, okay. I've just started watching it and I am hooked. It's about so, you know, modern day Japan, people are going about their lives and suddenly this huge flash of light happens and everyone in the world becomes petrified, right? Like literally turned to stone. They're conscious while they're petrified. Like they, okay. they some of them, like if your consciousness fades, I think you die within the stone. But if you keep yourself sort of awake, uh, you're still like in there and you can still be unpetrified. Okay. But yeah, the twist is that 3,700 years happen and everyone is still petrified and then for some reason the main character and one of his friends are unpetrified by like chemical reactions that happen in their surroundings okay and the main character is like this genius like scientist and the whole premise of the show is that he will find a way to rebuild society from scratch. This is Dr. Stone. This is, I, I don't think his, his name is Dr. Stone. Okay. I think at some point he said, like, when we combine calcium carbonate and something, we make soap. And this is our Dr. Stone. This is what's going to keep us, like, mm. alive. Okay. okay. Like, stuff, something like that. Okay. And so that this is literally a, so, a, a show about science and how fun science is and how... Yeah. How scientific discovery got us to where we are. Yeah. 
but he's literally starting from scratch. It's like watching Minecraft, but more realistic <laughs> to the point to the point where you're like, I'm fascinated to see how he gets from here to rebuilding society the way we had like cell phones and everything. Right. So, so everybody's petrified on the earth. Yeah, and he okay. finds he finds a way to like app- apparently with nitric acid, he can bring back people, but he it. can he can only get it like he can only produce so much at a time. Limited resources. Got it. Got it. So he has to decide which uh, across episodes he decides which people to sort of bring back. Right. Mm. Like mm. I think in the second episode they were being attacked by lions and they they brought back somebody who was known for being like a extreme like delinquent jock that could fight people. Right. Mm. Mm. And then they have a, a an ethical debacle because he the the super jock that you know he the main character realizes that he could eventually like topple the the politics of this like new world order because he's so powerful and because like this is a completely like primitive society yeah so you know uh survival of the of the strongest perhaps is is what he's thinking but then the jock says like we should not bring back all the horrible adults that made it so everybody was in poverty back then like we should like only bring back the youth and teach them how to be better people and so the main character is like no i plan on bringing back everyone and that's like a very interesting like i i want to see where that goes like that that sort of like we have to depend on each other but at the same time we have different like motives and ideas about how we should bring back society so that the anime is fascinating i will definitely recommend it is it Um, is it new i think it's i think okay so let me make sure of this (laughs) because personally it's it's new like in my in my school to you i just started watching it and and like i i just started hearing about it like i would say in the last like year okay okay but yeah so so it sounds like a like a post-apocalyptic show Mm -hmm. in many ways but again anime being anime the premise is super over the top Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they could have like it could have been zombies and then like you found a cure for zombies like no let's petrify everybody move forward 3700 years (laughs) yeah (laughs) make it about science okay and so the the anime the manga was made in 2017 march 6th okay but the anime started recently in north america uh january 2019 so it was last year okay okay is it still ongoing or is it finished i think it's still ongoing let's see so there's one season i don't know i don't know if it's ongoing okay that's fine that's fine we, we yeah. never prepare for the show it's all good yeah but i'm interested okay. yeah i saw it come up in some lists and i was like hmm hmm what is it's this good. it's okay good. that reminds me i forget what the I, I believe there's a name for this also a genre of post-apocalyptic anime but it's specifically the type in which the earth has decided to uh, take back yeah 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 it's like uh, I, I believe it's like it's a genre in Japanese fiction or folklore beyond just anime but there's mm-hmm. a lot of stories like that that I be- 
I'm trying to remember. I think one of the, isn't one of the Ghibli movies about this? And then uh, there was Blue Gender. I remember it was like these creatures come out of the ground because basically like the humans went too far, right? Uh, Nausicaa. Nausicaa's right about that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, sorry, like humans, you messed up. You went mm -hmm. too far. I got to, uh, you know, the earth is taking it back. And then it does it in, in different ways. And some stories are more magical, but uh, a lot of them are just, you know, they, they, there is some sort of sci-fi mm -hmm. um, uh, twist to it. It's like, okay, nope, we're, nope, we're, we're activating the, the giant spiders, you know, that are going to clean up the, the earth because you humans, you, you took it too far. Yeah, and I think also like most kaiju movies in Japan, giant monsters, they, they usually have like an environmental message yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, yeah. exactly. Which I, I don't, I, I think, I think they do. Right. I think that this whole concept of like, you know, you ruined the earth. So we're taking it back is very much a climate change environment mm -hmm. uh, message. Right. And again, yeah. I don't know. I, I used to know the answer to this and I used to, uh, I know there's a term for it, but again, this idea that there will be a balance and the earth will balance it, itself out. And so, the way that different storytellers have come up with doing that, I think is, is really cool. Ah, yeah. I love that. I th yeah. And I think you're right. I think that there is in one of the, I forgot which Godzilla movie I saw recently that kind of alluded to that. Right. It was like, Nope. Like they, it's, it's actually their planet, you know, it's like, so mm -hmm. let them, you know, sorry, our time is up. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is this is good. I mean, I think this I think we touched really on good. a lot of cool anime uh, that touches on on like psychology, mental health, different different ideas like that. I think uh, we got a pretty good idea of why we enjoy uh, the sci-fi genre. You discovered that you do like sci-fi <laughs> anime, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, I, I gotta say, I I definitely gotta say, I think we should do this more often. Where I, I think do this what? episode served like a brainstorm. And now I'm like, there's so many topics I want to talk about with that, that it's, it's kind of dizzying. Yeah. I have to write this all down for future years. Good, good. Um, that's, that's the whole purpose, right? <laughs> yeah. I think we should do this more often where sometimes we should just like talk about a specific genre or something very broad. Yeah. That we can well, sort of like, it's like a brainstorming session. Yeah. Like I love sci-fi. So I figured that just even bringing it up generally, right. Or, or my, my goal was to celebrate the genre. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad that you, you brought up different suggestions. I'm glad we could geek out about it. And, but in general, like I love, I mean, I love, I love lots of different genres, but sci-fi in general makes me, like it makes me think about a lot of different ideas, you know, again, like that idea of this world has been built. We have a new element. How does that change things? How would we make a decision? Even, mm -hmm. you know, like the Dr. Stone example is perfect, right? A lot of these, um, post-apocalyptic shows that's a big topic within within those series within the story it's like oh different people are going to have different ideas about how to rebuild society who's right and who's wrong that kind of goes into our our last episode right it's like oh those are really interesting discussions that are coming up and again i think overall the i, I hope that this show just reminds you know people who love anime and will show people who maybe aren't that super into anime but are here anyway somehow for some reason right that oh yeah like these shows like there's some 
crazy stuff going on, you know, and like people are yelling for multiple episodes or, or, or there's a lot of melodrama, but like, oh yeah, we're discussing super important stuff and people, you know, we can relate to them and we can, they can help us think about things. And in, in this case, apparently you're full of ideas now for the future. Yeah. So mm-hmm. have you chosen one for the next episode? Okay. So I'm between uh, education and the schooling system with assassination classroom or pain <laughs> with Kisniver and the defense one. And uh, I, I'm, I maxed out my defense one. Mm. Uh, it's mm. all you, man. I'm not going to influence your decision. This is so hard. I want you to influence my decision. Well, what I, what I, the one thought I, I have is that the there are so many school animes, mm-hmm. right? There's so many of them mm-hmm. that uh, there's like there's a lot to choose from there. Yeah, I would say like there's a lot of school animes, but animes that would focus on education on like the educational system on like maybe teachers good teachers bad teachers like so i'm good educational systems bad educational systems yeah i mean i would i mean you can you can make a call on this right now but i'm i would include a lot of the sports anime within Mm, that yeah that's true not just because they're in school but because they have to do with like learning and being better education yeah yeah that's that's physical education, which is part of. <laughs> we can you can make the call and be like, no, no PE. No, PE is important. Okay, okay. That's what that's what sports anime is all about. Okay, but the other idea is pretty cool too. I think I think that would be a really interesting discussion. So, don't don't be don't be neutral, Josue. I love both equally. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a coin. And I'm going to say the pain one is heads and the school one is tails. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to let Google decide. Okay. Good. I hope it's heads. <laughs> it's heads. So Ooh. we're going to talk about. But I pain. really wanted the other one too. <laughs> pain, pain avoidance, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So. Kisniver so, uh, and then your other anime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Bofuri is on, um, it's on Funimation right now. Okay. I don't know uh, if it's available anywhere else, but I know for sure it's on Funimation. Let me Maybe make sure. Hulu. But just, you know, look it up. Um, Kisniver yeah. is on Crunchyroll. On Crunchyroll. Okay. 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 How and do you spell both. it again? Okay. K-I-Z-N-A-I-V as in uh, veins, E-R. It's such a, it's a weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. So it's Bofuri and Kisniver. And then we'll, I, I think I could write down the, the names on the show notes mm-hmm. so that if any of you are wondering how, how to look it up, it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be in the show notes. Yeah, okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we hope to hear from you again, possibly in the forums, possibly in our Discord or in Twitter. Everything, all the links will be in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find more episodes at otaku.keytherapy.com. It's John's turn next week. Let's uh, let's see how this goes. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I was equally yeah. excited for the other idea, but I am excited for this one. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Right, Bye, everyone. Bye.